The WWE releases Emma, and it makes no kind of sense. What's up, guys? Gator Johnny here. This is episode 36 of the Gator Pit, and we're talking WWE right now. Some WWE booking, because it's not making any sense. They released Emma. Not really that big of a deal in and of itself. She was a lower tier car, uh, lower tier talent. Not really doing much with her. Never really did. She used to have that stupid dance gimmick, and 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 luckily she dropped that. That didn't get her anywhere. But she used to have great matches. I remember her matches with with Paige in NXT. The girl can go. The girl can perform in the ring, but she's never been, you know, a big deal. Lately, she's been catching on. Lately, she's been getting over slightly. But even then, she's kind of awkward, her, her her mic skills. So, you know, I get it. I get that they released her. So then what's the big deal? Why am, what am I doing a podcast about this for? Because what doesn't make sense is why would they have Asuka debut against Emma in a competitive match? That doesn't make any sense. Asuka, like the next Goldberg. You know, she was being uh, booked as this unbeatable monster, this this indestructible force of nature. She was undefeated. She she spent like, what, 500 days, 500 plus days as champion. Nobody could beat her. It took an injury and her relinquishing the title for her to lose that title. So she comes over to Raw and has a competitive match against the lower tier talent? What? It doesn't make any sense. Like, how is it believable now for Asuka to go and face Sasha Banks? For Asuka to go and face Nia, uh, Nia Jax? For Asuka to face... You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Even, even you know, someone like Alicia Fox. It doesn't make sense. She barely got past Emma. Twice. Twice. You figure they would have learned the first time. At the pay-per-view at TLC... Long competitive match, then the next night on Raw, another competitive match with Emma dominating much of the match. Am I the only one that thinks that's kind of weird? Like, that doesn't, that's not getting her over. You know, that's not going to make people go, yeah, Asuka rules. Like, no, damn, Asuka barely beat Emma, you know? So that didn't make any sense to me. Asuka should be squashing people right now. She should be in there tearing it up. Having, you know, one minute, two minute matches, boom, hit them, submit them, done. Matches over. Set her up for, for some of the bigger talent. That didn't happen. So, all right, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt, I figured, okay, maybe this is good for Emma. Maybe this means bigger and better things for her. And maybe she's finally earned her spot. All right. They had her, they had her lose to Asuka, but she got over in those matches. She did really good. She could hold her own. All right, let's see where this goes. Boom, where it went is to the unemployment line. <laughs> Emma is gone. She's She's been released. That doesn't make sense. Why? It doesn't make sense for this reason. Not so much because of Emma herself, because like I said, she wasn't really that big of a deal in the WWE. She wasn't booked as anything. But if you're going to release her, why do that to Asuka? Like, you're trying to get this girl over, and she struggles against someone who you're going to release. I can understand making a struggle against someone that's going to get a bit push, but someone who's on the way out, that makes no sense. It's Finn Balor versus Kane all over again, you know? Finn Balor had this match against AJ Styles at the TLC pay-per-view. Good match, you know, good match. 
I mean, as good as can be expected with someone who is probably jet lagged, AJ Styles, and you know, two guys who I don't think have ever fought and weren't planning on ever wrestling each other. Like there wasn't a program, so they had a good match, and uh, Finn won. I get it, I get it. He's raw guy. It's a raw pay per view. Makes sense. Um, but then the next night he gets squashed by Kane. What? Doesn't it kind of take away the win from AJ? Like he got squashed by Kane, not beaten, squashed. Mm. Isn't he supposed to be the next guy to challenge Brock Lesnar for the title? Mm. How is that believable? How is that believable if he can't even beat Kane? Not to put any take anything away from Kane, but he's not Brock Lesnar. They just proved that Finn Balor can't handle a monster. So why would they even put him in a program with Lesnar now? I don't know. WWE do better because this booking isn't making any sense. These stories aren't making any sense. And I'm kind of just kind of losing interest. You know, I don't know where anything is going. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, if you're listening to me on the Anchor app, call in. If not, hit me up on Twitter, at GatorJohnny316. Because I'm kind of confused and lost here. And I don't know where, where we're going with this. I'm Gator Johnny. I'm out. Later, y'all.